Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Let's dive into how the teams went this week. We've got the people squad to start with. We're going to go through the head-to-head team and then also my team to finish. And a pretty decent week for the people squad to start us off. And a quick shout out to TK and the Talking League boys Andy and Corby for all having a, a bit of a tough week. Just be aware, guys, that you know people that do know what they're talking about can have tough weeks as well. And a lot of the time, it, especially in these first few rounds, if if you go off uh, the narratives or the, you know, the the police talk about or, or you know certain teams, you think they're going to beat uh, some lesser teams for that. If there's upsets and scores can be in in the short term can be pretty volatile. You can expect a, a thirty or forty from a guy that was going to get a fifty or sixty. And that can ruin your round one team results, but you know, be aware that you know, TK came about three hundred last year, for example. So yeah, don't don't jump off any of those guys. And you know, I hope that you guys obviously did well with my selections this week. But you know, in the first week, but obviously things can change week to week. Just be aware of that. But let's start with the people squad. We had a great week. Came in with nine hundred and thirty, and overall rank of eight sixty one. So a really nice start. You know, kicking off from where we left off last season, had a, a decent start and a great finish, finishing 117th last year. So the people in my Discord obviously know what they're doing. If you haven't joined yet, there's the, the link down in the description and also you can see the um, you know, the code there in the in the banner at the bottom of the video. So yeah, jump in there, guys. There's plenty of great chat in there You know, on game day uh, in the general. If you guys have just joined and told me how much they enjoy it and how much it's popping off. So thank you, everyone that's in there. But so let's go through the squad. So... Big start here from Chrissy Randall, 59. So we decided to go with Harry Grant uh, for, for round one as a, as a non-player, obviously, and, and stick with Randall for this week, and he delivered nicely. So yeah, that really helped us out because we were you know, slightly worried that we were going to be missing out on 20 to 30 points. I did that little bit of projection on Excel there, and we're projected to score about 30 points under the other two teams just with you know having a fair bit of cash on our interchange. But you can see that we're able to use Grant to... To uh to loop Schneider's score of forty four. It turns out if we uh if we left uh, Nanai or King there, that would have been even better. But that's fine. It's only twelve points. Would have been a lot of ranks, but that's okay. We uh we did pretty well. Let's be honest. So Randall there with fifty nine. He was awesome. You could expect you know pretty close to you know seventy minutes, sixty five, seventy minutes, and he, he loves to tackle. Um, so he did really well. 
couple of turnover tackles in there. He's great. Everyone needs him in their squad. You're going to miss out and, and fall behind. Payne Hass is captain. He was awesome with the 170 there as captain, 85 each. Uh, just be aware, guys, that the offloads has been taken into account. If you click into the player, what you'll see is Hass has 77. Well, this is what it was just after lockout anyway. Uh, and then they've added the eight extra points, but it still hasn't been put into their player stats per se. So the offloads have been put in there, guys. So, you know, Kurt Mann, for example, meant to be 43 in there, and he's now 45. So let's have a look at that and see if that's updated or not. By the time this is this video has come out, I'm making this in the um, in the afternoon on Monday there. So Payne was great. I think he's the best captaincy option by far. Just, you know, playing big minutes, does everything. Didn't even score it, have any attacking stats, and he got 85. So he was awesome. Curdy Mann, I think... If you're one of the people, one of the 85% of people that don't own him, you're going to miss out. He's going to be averaging around that 50 mark, I think. That was probably a lower score for him without any attacking stats and moving to the hooking position late in the game. And, and they, he didn't have as many tackles in that position. So 13, he's going to have plenty of running, the odd tackle break, offload, lots of defensive stats if he's moving and playing. You know, he did go for, off a HIA as well, so there's some small upside possibly if he plays some extra minutes. So he was great. Get him into your squad, I believe, is the best idea here. Half and mid, Jewel. Stefano Uto Ikamanu. So for him, at 557k, he stayed the same price with a 40 there. He got the 51 minutes. I think that's some great signs. If you look at the majority of his scores last year, he was playing around that 40 minutes and, and even less in, in some cases. Back end of the year, he got between 50 and 60 minutes. So if he can get a few attacking stats against a lesser side yeah, than, than the Storm, then I can see him doing really well. Yes, he's you know at this stage probably not a keeper, but I wouldn't be stressing about him. Uh, if you have to move him around to to get other people in your squad, then great. If you're trying to trade him to an arrow, for example, I think that's a silly idea. Um, but if there's you know if you miss out on a bunch of the must-have um, you know, uh, cash cows, for example, then he could be someone that you might have to move on from. But I, I can see him bouncing back and getting a fifty plus next week. All right, Bullymore with 48, did his job. Wasn't too excited with him, but obviously the Manly boys struggled a fair bit as well. So you're looking to him to get mainly defensive stats, I'd say, and maybe a 35 next week rather than a 48. So yeah, I'd definitely look to probably still play him. But if you have you know, a really good uh, bench at the moment with Nanai, Schneider, these kind of guys, they may score more than him next week. Arrow was great with 64, so I'm glad we popped him in the people's squad. Uh, yeah, just just played almost, you know, probably about 71 minutes there. Uh, dual position, did a bit of everything. Moved from the edge to the, to the middle there and smashed it. I wouldn't expect 64s from you every week. I was hoping for around the 50 average, so he might come down a little bit. I'm expecting Stefano to probably come up a little bit from his 40. So keep that in mind. We obviously decided to pick Brown, and unfortunately, the, uh, the people followed me with this one. He was our only real down, you know, him and him and Ilias in the in the halves was our only killer. Other than that, we absolutely smashed it. So Brown should be better. I spoke about him in the last video that he had a, a ridiculous amount of low scores. Sorry, he hasn't had a ridiculous amount of low scores in years, and that was one of his lowest. So he should only improve if if he stays in that six jersey. The main worry is that he got moved to the centres on the weekend. I'm not sure if they'll try and change that and actually carry. I think they got Niakora to come back. He um he's someone that could play in the centres if they have an injury. So. Hopefully Brown gets to stay in the six because that's not really something that happened last year and I hope that doesn't happen again. Ilias is someone that did okay. I don't think you have to try and trade him out. It was first game. He you know, was trying to warm into the game a little bit and, and didn't, get to, didn't get to score too well. The Rabbitohs weren't very good. They'll improve uh, across the season. This game's a little bit harder for him, so maybe you just pop him in, in, pop him in the emergencies. 
if you have to trade him out for a must-have, there's obviously a couple of must-have guys I'll speak about in future videos, then um, then you can do that if you want to, but I, I don't see him as a must-trade out like a lot of people are talking about. All right, so in our centers, we had a really, really good goal of it with Isaac Tungo. Is, uh, how do we say it, guys? It's, and if you can continue saying that, that would be best rather than Tago. So it's Tungo. He went really, really well. I think he's going to be one of those must-have cash cows at 373. It's obviously a little bit more expensive, but he break, his break-even is down a long way. So that is really good. And I think he will be a great you know, a great person to have in your squad. I don't think he's going to get 61s every week. I'm expecting somewhere around the 35 to 40 for him. Runs the ball well, defends nicely. So I can't see a ridiculous amount of missed tackles. I can see some some off, some tackle busts and offloads and the odd try in there every second or third week, I'd say, for, for Isaac. Ewan Aiken with 56. He was great. 80 minutes. If we can get that for the, you know, the foreseeable future and he can get some attacking stats in there, he's going to be one of the, one of the must-have uh, center keepers for sure. Nico Hines with 53. Did what he needed to do. I'm really happy with how he went in a, in a game where it wasn't suited to him when they were playing pretty bad. They, they couldn't defend very well. He said his defense wasn't as good himself after, I think, three missed tackles. Uh, he'll improve. The Sharks will improve. They're going to have a fun game this week up against the Eels, though, and it is at home, so we'll see how he goes. Stephen Crichton with 57. He was great. I'll be playing him each week. He just looked looked really strong. Yes, they were great, so hopefully they can continue doing that, and he will score well. Pat with 44. We're hoping he gets the goal kicking back, and if he does, then obviously that gets you about six extra points, I'd say, on average. And yeah, 44 in his first game back, coming from a little bit of an ankle injury, I think was completely okay. We moved to our interchange and we went for Tuolangi. We've got Taumalolo and Walters and then Schneider as well with, with Nanai and, and Max King. So all guys making cash except for Lolo who just stuck steady at his price point there. Uh, obviously, yeah, Maxi King and Nanai are doing really well. Both making a fair bit of cash. And then Vailea yeah, with the seven. So we decided to pop him in as a little bit of cover last minute and it didn't work out great. Just someone who was cheap. The only real cheapy option there at that price. Obviously, we I think we end up having about 12k in the bank. So for Vaalea, um, not great. But you're not going to bother trading him out. He's 229. He can only get down to 220. Like if he's if he's not great, he's not great. He might have the odd good game, but yeah. If you're looking at his stats from last year, he wasn't uh, doing very well. But a nicer addition to our uh, cash. Sorry, our team value for from from round one. Tuolangi went really well as well. I'm happy with how he went first game. He's obviously a youngster. He will only improve from there. Billy Walters was awesome. Let's see if he keeps the sixth jersey. If he doesn't, we do have enough guys to cover. You know, Maxi King, I spoke about in the last video there. If he can get around 30 to 35 minutes, he should be able to you know, make plenty of cash. Average 30 to 40, somewhere there. Uh, and I think Nanai is going to be pretty close to a must-have. He, he looks great. He was our best player by far um, for a youngster as well. So that's that. Uh, with that team, Schneider, I think you can you can safely play him each week. Um, they're going to play some lesser teams as well, so he'll he'll do well. And the kicking goals was a great uh, great addition there. But moving into next week, we have Harry Grant moving back into the starting jersey, which is cool. Either way, it doesn't really matter where they on the interchange or the hooking position. Probably going to move Ilias off, and we can bring Schneider on. If Billy Walters plays, we can play him as well because he was great and they're up against the Cowboys this week, which is even better. Uh, so he'd be a must-starter in the 17 if he's playing. Tango is going to be great. I'd be keeping him there. Do we need to make any trades in the People's Squad? I don't think so. Like, I don't, You're not going to trade Valea for anyone. You're not going to trade anyone other than 
Ilias and there's no one really at that price point at that 300k mark to, to move in. So I think it would be silly to even make any trades in the in the people's squad this week. So obviously we've done a really, really good job. We'll just expect some, expect some bounce back from Brownie and Stefano. And you know, if we can get the bench right as well, that would be awesome. But other than that, I'm really happy with how the squad ended up. So that's that, 930, ranked 861. <clears throat> Let's move to the head-to-head squad. And we, and we pick up a 916 in this one with a bunch of, um, bunch of bad scores in there. So we ended up picking the interchange fairly well. We're ranked 1,713 this week and you know, 30K salary in the bank. So let's go through it. Damien Cook, we decided to start with a better start than last year with 37, so now 54 this time. So he was, you know, did his job. Obviously lose a little bit of cash, but overall a, a good decision to have Cookie in there. Yeah, better than Smith, better than Reed. Um, I suppose Randall by himself with, with Grant on the interchange would have worked well. But I did make a few changes mid-round, actually, which we'll speak about in a second. So we've got Angus Crichton with 47, so he has some improvement in him, which is cool. We've got Payne as captain, which was great. Kurt Mann was awesome. Bully Moore and Tuolangi in the starters. So then I decided to start with Walters, which was great. He worked out really well, just with um, yeah, Ben Hunt being there. I decided at this stage I was going to have Tungo um, in emergency five and, and play Walters ahead of him, just considering the fact that uh, the Manly boys were probably going to have a decent game, and they didn't, so Tonga went really well. Uh, but ended up yeah, playing Walters and Ilias. And then I had Madison in my team, and I decided that I wanted Tonga's score. And I was like, oh, I can get Hetherington in. Uh, and I wasn't really sure on having Madison anyway, and I wanted Burton. So I dropped Madison, brought Burton in, and, and brought in Kobe Hetherington. And hopefully he's a starter next week and, and someone that is, has a good chance of going well, playing sort of 50 minutes in the middle. And making some cash. So I used him as the loop for, ta- for Tungo. If anyone's still asking about the loop, if you play, uh, put a non-player in your interchange, then you get the fifth emergency. If you put two non-players in your interchange, you get two emergencies. So we would have got Tungo and King. Just, just be aware of that. Um, yeah, Burton overall didn't have a great game, but yeah, it's all base, right? Hines was 53 with a try assist. Burton was 39 with a... Yeah, with, should have been a tricis, but ended up getting taken away. Um, so he was fine without being spectacular. They come up against the Broncos to see how he goes in that game. Same back three as the other team. Um, ben Hunt with 35. A few people already asking me in the comments, do we trade Hunt to Brown or Hunt to someone? No, it'll be fine. It was a low game. He's going to have some odd low games. And he's going to have 80s. So next week will probably be an 80 for him. In terms of next week, that's going to be the real question. We have Sean Russell at 41. Obviously made a little bit of cash for us, 20K. But he's going to be someone that we look to trade out. Unfortunately, we don't have uh, a large amount of money to spend. And Nanai is, was, is someone that we've missed out on the, in this team. So he'd be someone that we'd look to try and bring in. But the issue is who we'd trade out to, to get Nanai. And if you're looking at the squad that we currently have, it makes it really, really tough, right? There's no one you'd really trade out to bring in a Nanai. We don't really have any many mid-rangers either. Unless, we were, unless you're not happy with Burton... You know, but he's going to be he's going to improve for sure. There's no one really clear that we can trade out, which is a little bit annoying because I feel like Nanai is a, a really important player. Luckily, I have Tungo in this team, and the other guys are just too cheap to to straight swap. You have to make two trades to bring Nanai in. I'm not sure if that's worth it for this squad. The main worry here is that we are playing head to head, and the goal in this one is to is to get to gain as much cash as possible, and that makes it a little bit tough. 
when you don't have one of the more must-have cash cows to start the year. So, you know, is there any of these guys here that we think aren't going to make too much cash that isn't a keeper? Like you'd say Hines, Pat, Bird, Burton are all keepers. We have Bully and Tuolungi, but they're making cash as well. Kurt Mann's going to make you some cash and score well. You've got Cook, Crichton, Hunt, um, and the rest of you wouldn't trade out. So, yeah, very, very, very interesting. Might have to leave him and, and not make any trades again this week other than maybe Sean Russell if another cash cow comes up in team list. But, yeah, that's probably it with that team. And just an update, we just, we just I'm in about eight or nine head-to-head leagues and won all of them this week. So here I come. Good luck, everyone else. All right. Whew, the tough Sunday comes along. My three Eels boys, Reed Mane, Brownie, and also Penasini, all in the 30s when I was, you know, my last three players for the round. If they got somewhat a good score... I'm in the 900s easily, 920s, 930s, 940s, and could be you know, could be sitting in the top 1,000, but it wasn't to be, and that is okay. It is round one. But an 884 is still pretty solid. I've seen a bunch of scores in the 700s, the eight, low 800s, so we'll take it for sure. But you obviously, Reid having his lowest score in, in years, you know, he'll come back from it. Payne Huss is captain. Picked Arrow up. I'm happy with that. And I hope that a lot of people steered towards Arrow. Kurt Mann as well. You know, Bully and Aitken in there were greats. Lockie and Schneider, so Schneider was fine. Ilias, not so much. We'll try not to play him this week, would be the goal. Bird and Penn, I expect some better game, uh, you know, some more attacking stats from Penn at some point. Heinz, Crichton, Pat was sweet. You got Randall, had Brown in the interchanges, moved um, moved Ilias into the starting side. You know, Stefano with the 40 wasn't great either. Chualangi in there, 38. Missed out on Walter's score, which was sad, but it is what it is. And I got Berry as my backup. Yeah, center wing fullback, and then I've got Kingy there and Leo Thompson. The big thing with Barry to bring him in over over Tungo was the fact that I have um, so Tungo. I have yes, he's a little bit expensive at the three fifty eight that he was, but he he's going to cover that wing fullback position. There are going to be injuries, there are going to be suspensions, so we're going to need someone like him, and he's got some room for attacking stats as well. With this team. Yeah, pretty happy with how we went, right? We're gonna, we made about 300k in team value. My biggest thing here is I don't have Nanai and I don't have Tungle. So, I think that's too many to not have, if that makes sense. I think it's you know, two guys that are going to make a lot of cash, I feel, personally. Both look really good to the eye and you know, have really good roles in their squads. Yes, they're not going to average that 56 and 61 that they had, but I think they're going to be very important players in this squad. So I think I have to make the two trades here. It's a bit of an interesting one. Who do you move on? Options include Stefano. Yes, he didn't have the best game. He was the one we were obviously a little bit not sure about. And the other thing to think about, guys, if you're starting with mid-rangers and, and they don't go as well in that first few weeks and there are the, the must-have cash cows kind of thing, they're the kind of players that you can decide to move on. Yes, you could get it wrong and they, they become a high-level keeper, but the majority of the time they don't. You, know, you see Isaiah Papali'i last year and he moved from a mid-ranger to being a gun, but not many people do that. And you see Arrow's really good score at 64, for example. He you know, could continue to do that, but it's most likely he sits about that 50 mark and, and gets like a 650K, 680K mark. Stefano could you know, could pump out a few 50s in a row and he gets into that 650, 680k mark. But is he going to be a keeper long term? We're not exactly sure at this stage. Is he going to be getting 50 minutes and, and a PPM of like 0.9 for a 45, 46 score? That's also possible. 
Whereas someone like Reed, we know exactly what he's going to do over, across the season. Yes, there's going to be the, the random lowest score. Of course, it was round one. We know what Brown's going to do across the season, for example. Aiken, he wouldn't be someone we touch. We wouldn't touch someone like Bird. Barry, we need him as our, you know, uh, our catcher, sorry, our, our cover. Tungo can, can obviously cover the edge position. If I was to trade out Stefano, for example, I could then, you know, I, then, I still have the, the mid cover, right? I have Bully Moore as my fourth mid, and I definitely have enough edge cover with, with Bird, for example. I then could then move Bird up. I have Tungo in there as well. I think that, you know, in terms of cover, I think it would be fine. So it might be like a Stefano and... You could do Stefano and Ilias if that's what you wanted to do. You could do Stefano and Leo Thompson. I could I could trade out for Tungo and Nanai, and that would leave me a fair bit of cash as well. Either one, yeah, and and, and that leaves me allows me to, to move up to a, a high mid range or a gun next week. I just think that's probably pretty important. And and Nanai and and, and Tungo, you can play in your starting side and and not feel like you're missing out. Yes, they're probably going to drop it down a little bit somewhere around the forty mark. I'd expect for both of them, but yeah, just some of the thoughts that are going through my head. Guys, and if you're, you know, there's there's mid ranges that you'd like to give extra cracks, and, and Stefano would be someone that I'd I'd prefer to give it a, a good crack. But if I'm looking at the squad right now, that's probably my current thoughts. Obviously, with team lists coming out tomorrow, there's something I'm aware of as to the possibility of the guys I'm looking to trade in. So let me know your thoughts on that one, and if if that's something you'd do as well. It's obviously something I'm cautious cautious of is is moving on from mid ranges, but something that we don't clearly want to clearly don't want to do is moving on from guys like Reed and guys like Brown, guys like Ben Hunt, guys like Angus Crichton, guys like Adam Fanua Blake. Who else have we got here? Let's have a look. Guys like Tommy, for example, he went down, you know, almost a hundred K for example. Um, who else have we got? Josh Jackson, you know, those kind of guys, Cam Murray, Luke Keary. We don't want to be moving on from these guys really, really quickly. Oh, we obviously told people not to get around, but Teddy, Madison, you don't want to you don't want to move on from those guys, you know, super fast because they're they're the types of players that will come out and get a seventy next week, and that's not going to shock you because they've done it for a long time, right? They've done it for years. Um, you know, Lucy Leilua, for example, he's not, he's not someone I'd be moving on because he's he's very easily able to get a sixty to seventy to eighty next week. Different story for guys like Brandon Smith, where they're injured. Um, yeah, you know, all these guys. There's a bunch of keepers here that have that have had low scores round one. Stefano, we're not sure if he's going to be a keeper. So that's the thoughts. But anyway, we'll leave you with that. If you haven't subscribed yet, please do, guys. I appreciate all the support we, we've got to. I'm thankful for the uh, the 5K subscribers. Thank you so much, guys. And we'll catch you in the next bunch of videos, which will be teamless. We'll have um, some Q&A. We'll have some buy, hold, sell. There'll be a lot of videos to come out before Thursday to help you make your trades for round two. And uh, we'll catch you in the next one, guys. See you later. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. 
And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.